You're listening to the Department of Defense This Week, a weekly podcast with some of the top stories from around the DoD. Wednesday at the White House, President Barack Obama posthumously awarded Army Specialist Leslie Sabo Jr. the Medal of Honor. The award comes 42 years after Sabo was killed in combat in Saison, Cambodia, May 10, 1970. Gather today uh, to present the Medal of Honor for valor above and beyond the call of duty. In so doing, we celebrate the soldier, the life that produced such gallantry, Specialist Leslie H. Sabo, Jr. While on a reconnaissance patrol, his company was ambushed by an overwhelming enemy force. 22-year-old Sabo charged an enemy position, killing several enemy assailants. He also assaulted an enemy flanking force, drawing fire away from his comrades and forcing the enemy to retreat. When a grenade landed near a wounded soldier, Sabo threw it back at the enemy, shielding his battle buddy with his own body, saving the man's life. Despite serious shrapnel wounds, Sabo single-handedly charged an enemy bunker, receiving several wounds from automatic weapons fire. Kept pulling himself along, closer to that bunker, even as the bullets hit the ground all around him. And then he grabbed a grenade and he pulled the pin. It said he held that grenade and didn't throw it until the last possible moment, knowing it would take his own life, but knowing he could silence that bunker. And he did. He saved his comrades, who meant more to him than life. Although the ceremony was about Sabo's heroism, the president honored the other troops who were there in Cambodia. Many of Sabo's fellow troops were present at the White House as well. We salute the men who were there in that clearing in the jungle. More than two dozen were wounded, along with less, seven other soldiers gave their lives that day. And those who came home took on one last mission, and that was to make sure America would honor their fallen brothers. They had no idea how hard it would be or how long it would take. Uh, instead of being celebrated, our Vietnam veterans were often shunned. They were called many things when there was only one thing that they deserved to be called, and that was American patriots. Thursday at the Pentagon, Sabo was inducted into the Hall of Heroes, an exhibit commemorating Medal of Honor recipients. Army Chief of Staff General Ray Odierno said the specialists set an example all soldiers can look up to. Specialist for Leslie Zabo Jr. epitomized the very best of what we all strive to be. Selfless and intrepid, fearless yet resolute, this hero was a man of action who fought until his last dying breath. To hear from the people who served with Specialist Sabo, click on the Bloggers Roundtable link on dodlive.mil. For more about Specialist Sabo, visit the Medal of Honor special site at army.mil or to visit defense.gov. Security operations in more than half of Afghanistan is either currently under Afghan control or is transitioning to full Afghan control. Afghan President Hamid Karzai announced last weekend which areas of the country will begin to transition next. Three-fourths of the Afghan population will live in areas governed and secured by the Afghan government following this third stage of transition. German Brigadier General Karsten Jacobsen, spokesman for NATO's International Security Assistance Force, 
said this is an important milestone on the path to a fully self-sufficient Afghan national security force. This announcement includes 11 provinces and more than 100 districts. There are now 260 out of 403 total districts across the country. That is 65% which are in transition. The people of Afghanistan, with transition ongoing, are now increasingly seeing their own army and police in their communities providing their security. This is an important mark of progress towards a shared goal of an Afghanistan governed and secured by Afghans for Afghans. As Afghan forces continue to take the lead, ISAF troops will assume a supporting role. For more information, visit defense.gov. This month, the Marine Corps celebrates the 100th anniversary of Marine aviation. May 22, 1912, Marine First Lieutenant Alfred Cunningham reported to Annapolis, Maryland for flight training. Secretary of Defense Leon Panetta paid tribute to the many Marines who have flown for the Corps over the past century at the Marine Corps Memorial in Arlington, Virginia. It is a spirit driven by a mission to project power from ship to shore and support Marines on the ground. It is a spirit that has guided Marine pilots to achieve the unthinkable and dare the impossible with their aircraft. For more, visit defense.gov or marines.mil. Wednesday at the Pentagon, Army Chief of Staff General Ray Odierno outlined how the Army will be changing over the next five to seven years. With a new defense strategy in place and a decade of war coming to an end, the General said the Army will be adapting to future needs quickly. We will be leaner, we'll be more agile Army that is an adaptive, innovative, versatile and ready component of the Joint Force. Our charter will remain to be the best man, best equipped, best trained, and best led land force in the world to be decisive for a broad range of missions. The Army will reduce its active duty numbers from 570,000 to 490,000 soldiers by the end of fiscal 2017, the General said. Reduced numbers, however, won't mean reduced capabilities. Besides 10 years of hard-earned combat experience in our ranks, we continue to increase our special operations force capacity. We have significantly increased our ability to conduct intelligence, surveillance, and reconnaissance. We've increased our aviation assets to support worldwide missions and responsiveness around the world. We continue to increase our cyber capability as we move forward. Rotational units and increased multilateral training will help maintain regional security when forward deployed brigades are brought back stateside. We will leverage pre-positioned equipment sets and multilateral training exercises to allow us to promote regional security and enhance capacity and interoperability and sustain our relationships with our NATO and other allies. In addition, the opening of 13,000 previously all-male positions to women in the military will help ensure the services can place the most talented people where they're needed on and near the front lines. General Odierno said the Army is also looking at allowing women into infantry and armor occupations and possibly into ranger school. For more from General Odierno's briefing, visit defense.gov. Secretary of Defense Leon Panetta has ordered the Air Force to take additional steps to ensure F-22 pilot safety following reports from pilots of hypoxia-like symptoms during flight. 
The measures include installing backup oxygen systems in all F-22 aircraft and keeping the planes within a safe distance from a landing location. Acting Assistant Secretary of Defense for Public Affairs George Little elaborated in a Pentagon briefing Tuesday. All F-22 flights will remain within the proximity of potential landing locations to enable quick recovery and landing should a pilot encounter unanticipated physiological conditions during flight. That means long-duration airspace control flights in Alaska will be performed by other aircraft. The Air Force will be required to submit monthly progress reports as it determines the source of the problem with the F-22. You've been listening to news brought to you by the Department of Defense. For links to these stories and much more, visit dodlive.mil or defense.gov.